I am now on Kofi.com, which is a platform that is completely free um, for myself as a podcaster to accept donations, basically. So very, very small donations, as if you were buying me a drink. Um, I think you can donate £4 or you can make up your own donations. Obviously, this takes quite a lot of time, quite a lot of effort, and I love doing it. But sometimes you need a little bit of a financial... uh, what's the word, like a crutch, I suppose. Um, I'm not expecting to make millions and millions of pounds from this, but it would be really awesome if someone could um, sort of help me along the way, I suppose. Obviously, all the money that I earn from this podcast, I put straight back into the podcast, or I actually buy stuff from my sponsors. Um, So yeah, if you fancy that, then it's ko-fi.com. So ko com forward slash Absolute Bedlam Podcast. And only donate if you can donate. Only donate what you can and if you can. I can't express that enough. Um, don't try to give me too much and then ruin yourself financially. That's not what this is about. This is just about me keeping the, uh, the steam in the uh, machine, as I suppose. Yeah, enough waffling. Here's the episode. Archie Soul Male Grooming. My main sponsor for Absolute Bedlam Podcast. I have been with Archie Soul since I think April last year, and it's been such a good experience for me to go a bit back and forth with Mark. Um, give him some ideas he gives me some ideas for the podcast in return and it's a really nice relationship that I have with him I'm very very grateful to um, get loads and loads of free samples from him and help grow his uh, company at the same time so it's a nice little natural thing that we're doing I've got some notes here, two seconds so Archie Soul Men was created to bring some of the finest men's grooming products from around the world to the men of the UK. Not male models, not Instagram filters, just the everyday bloke. We do not sell ordinary, we sell outstanding products made by craftsmen who care, and these products really do work. Products that will make you feel great at work and at play clean and fresh with every use so archiesoul.com is their website free shipping orders over 25 pounds get free shipping no quibble 30 days return guaranteed all dispatch from the uk and an array of excellent five-star customer reviews on their website for you to have a look at if you want us based products archiesoul does the rest right here from the uk let them do the heavy lifting for you Code BEDLAM2022 will get you 20% off your total order, except for leather bags and razors. Some of the products include Duke Cannon, Anthony, Walton Wood Farm, Ace High, Darwin's Grooming. Just absolutely incredible products, incredible companies. Just check them out. They're incredible, like I say. (laughs) I've said it three times. Beard oil, shower gel deodorant, wallets, beard combs, notepads, leather bags, anything you want for all the males out there to feel a little bit more special. 
No plastic, no problem, just a cardboard box for the goodies and environmentally friendly packaging for all of the safe transit. The shipping, like I've mentioned before, is incredible. I order stuff on Tuesday and I get it on Thursday. You can't ask for more than that, really. Uh, their website is on Shopify, so it's got all the latest payment options available. So yeah, look good, feel great. Archie Soul Male Grooming. Right, enjoy the episode and see you later. Good evening and welcome to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. I have Dan Olds from Palm Reader with me tonight. So how is it going, Dan? Are you well? Hi, yeah. I'm good. I'm good, buddy. How are you? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Got some uh, Tesco meal deal news, as we've just discussed. News? <laughs> so there was a bit of a thing with the inflation in the UK that they were going to go from, from £3 to £3.50. Uh, this but, is news to me. This is bullshit. What? Yeah, so they're only <laughs> going to go to £3.50 if you don't have a club card. So they're really like funneling people down the club card route now. They are. Yeah, I've seen that with like when I'm queuing up to buy stuff and like chocolate yeah. bars, like they're two pounds or one pound if you got a club card. That's it. Yeah, I'm yeah. still not gonna get a club card. It's quite aggressive now. I feel it is. It really is. You're one of the minorities. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm too poor to shop at Tesco. Aldi. <laughs> Aldi or little. That's all I can afford. Yeah. There we go. Heard it here first. So obviously being in a band doesn't pay. <laughs> it, <laughs> fuck, it doesn't, no. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, right, how do I even start this? So the first time I knew about you, I think I actually auditioned or I was going to audition for a base position in the Ashira. Oh, bloody hell. Okay, sick. Yes, yeah, yeah. And um, I think one of your guitarists DM'd me on Facebook or something saying, have you got a five-string bass because we play seven-string guitars? And I couldn't drive at that point, and I just thought Yeovil would just be too much of a burden for me, so I didn't want to uh, put myself through it. It's a burden on everyone. Don't worry. It is The the town itself is a burden. Um, This is is news to me. Um, I'm assuming you were talking to JJ because he was the one who sort of sorted out all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. there's always one person in a band, isn't there, that just does all of the operations and the logistics and everything. Yeah, with with that band, it was strange because I was the last person to join. Mm. And the people who were mainly in charge of like the booking and stuff he'd left so it was kind of like nothing really was going on so i was like well i, I want to play show so i was the one who was like um messaging promoters on facebook like bothering everyone like sending messages to facebook to like big promoters yes. who obviously don't even check their facebook for this sort of shit and i just learned the hard way that no one gave a shit Mm. Um, but from that like i had all these contacts um yeah. contacts oh so professional but like yeah, liking every page and all that yeah. yeah i know what you mean when i stopped playing music when casper was born my eight-year-old child i had to like unlike i think it was something mental like six or seven hundred facebook pages and like oh same yeah, management yeah. groups and stuff you just get invited to stuff every single day don't you like yeah constant flurry of notifications and i'm quite glad that i don't have to deal with all that stuff now to be honest because yeah that's a bit overwhelming doesn't it 
I've but yeah, just stopped going on Facebook because it's yeah. dog shit. <laughs> it is pretty shit, to be fair. Yeah, I only really use it for the Facebook group for absolute bedlam now. So nice, nice, yeah, nice. yeah. And I look at my memories because I, I want to relive how cringy I was when I used to put something like just had a Mars bar lol <laughs> like 2013 or something, just worthy of updating. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah tell yeah. the whole world some... about that. Big cringe yeah. in like 2011 to yeah. 2013 for sure. <laughs> so am I right in thinking that the Ashira was one of the first bands that you joined like how did you get from there to Palm Reader I imagine it's been a bit of a journey for you um it was yeah it was kind of a journey um so I my first band went through many names um the, the final name that we stuck with was probably the worst name we picked which was Reasons of the Sea fucking rubbish um but it was a <laughs> Um, it was a um like a school band that um we then sort of branched out into yeovil territories because of a like a someone we knew who was better at screaming than any of us at that time um but it was like in the 2009 2010 metal wave where it kind of popped already because the bands who were already doing that or bigger like as big as like Parkway were coming up and all that sort of stuff. So obviously you're just that shitty local metalcore band that doesn't do anything. And then from that, I knew that the Shearer's drummer was leaving and I was getting pretty like antsy to do something a little bit more than just play in a practice space and not play any shows. Um, so I got in contact with the guys from the Shearer and did that. And then as I was saying, I was the one who was liking all the Facebook pages, messaging all the people, asking for shows, begging for shows. And once the Ashira split up in September of 2012, I was feeling quite down and out that I was bandless for, for the first time since I was like 13. And I was, yeah. I was 18 at the time. So like yeah. only... No, I was 17 at the time, like four years, obviously nothing, but mm. still like a big chunk of my life. And then I saw on Facebook that Palm Reader, um, their drummer was leaving. And just by chance, I messaged every single one of them. Be like, one of you's got a reply. Are you looking for a drummer? And I think Andy got back to me and we spoke, we did an audition. Um, I had to borrow my mate's kit for that because where I was living at the time, I didn't have my drum kit. Um, did that audition, didn't hear anything back for a few weeks. And then I got a message from Andy, like the 22nd of December, 2012. Uh, and it told me, yeah, you want to be in the band? And then ever since then, been in Palm Reader. Done but, some pretty cool shit. Yeah, <laughs> Done man. some pretty rubbish stuff, but you know. We'll get into the cool shit. Obviously, I'm interested to know about the, the shit, like, shit shit I don't know. yeah there's, there's, it's definitely a a band of both halves there's yeah. been amazing stuff and some awful stuff as well yeah. but you know. all right i can relate to that 100 <laughs> um how are we gonna do this first things first congratulations on palm reader because i've looked on spotify i've been listening to you all day today and you're on twenty thousand oh, nice. monthly listeners which is bad really you that know. is probably the highest it's been in months so yeah. sick yeah Thank you to the extra 10,000 people because we're teetering yeah. around 10,000 usually. That's sick. Thank yeah. you for breaking that news to me. No That's problem. Cool. Um, so 
one of the first questions that I always ask everyone on here, I know it's a bit negative. We'll obviously go on to some positive stuff afterwards, but there's been a bit of a virus going on. And I don't Just know if you know about it. Um, <laughs> how has that affected your personal and your musical life in the last two years of complete chaos? Um, personal life, I feel somewhat not, I know I shouldn't, say that it's been very very good to me because that's kind of horrible to all the people who've had an awful time i'm not like gloating about it or anything but like i've yeah. i've had an okay pandemic <laughs> um uh prof like musically professionally um it has been rubbish but it's been rubbish for everyone um a lot of bands have had to cancel a lot more things than we had to we um we recorded sleepless in January of 2020, just before it was all kicking off. Um, yep. So we'd finished that. And our plan was really not to do anything until the album was ready, like just play the odd show. And um, we had a tour booked with Employed to Serve in March, just as it was beginning, the end of the world was starting. Mm. Um, and we were going to do that. And then nothing else, really, mm. nothing else planned until the album was ready. And then the world end so it kind of worked out in our benefit a little bit um in terms of not having to cancel too much um we then sort of tried to decide when our album was going to come out and sort of gamble it like do we just push on with it because we don't know how long these this um rona is going to last or do yeah. we wait sorry um and to wait until um, Rona's done and we can start playing shows again. Yeah. And um, we released it in November of 2020. So it was like when shows were like being talked about, like hushed, hushed word of shows. But um, but then it went to shit again. Um, so it was, it was a, like a half and half a thing. I think we released it at a good time, but it would have been nice to play more shows with the album being fresh. But you can't have both ways really so yeah i get what you mean yeah i think i always hear about like um i think it's caleb from beartooth he was saying like mm. in february of 2020 they were just about to go on this like crazy japan sort of japanese tour and they were going to go to other countries and that sort of stuff and it feels like everyone was about to do something maybe yeah. not epic but they were all about to go on this journey and yeah. COVID just put this massive roadblock in front of everyone and went, you're not fucking going anywhere. Yeah. And it, it feels yeah. like that's been like the story for most bands and most sort of things that's required you to meet in a crowd, really. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And eventually people are just like, fuck it, I don't care anymore. I'm going to do it. And if, if the government want to stop me, then crack on, you know, give it a yeah, go. Yeah, I mean... But yeah, it's literally it's... just happened that all restrictions are now yeah. gone. If you got if you got Rona, just go to work, do the yeah. normal thing, which is a little bit weird. Yeah, um, it's, it's strange that it's just instantly just been like, sorry guys, there's a war on. We don't have time for this yeah. anymore. <laughs> Whereas sure. yeah, some, yesterday some it was bigger. the most mental thing ever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it is weird how everything seems to just fall off the priority list when people decide that it's not that urgent anymore. I suppose it's strange. Yeah, I, I think that 
you're not going to get people interested in like interested in coronavirus but like they don't want to follow the rules anymore they've they've followed the rules for as long as they can and then you get Mm. party gate and you're like well what's the fucking point like if they're not doing it then why should we and i kind of agree with that like i'm not gonna fucking play by the rules if the people who are setting the rules aren't playing by the rules yeah so i understand that really fucking annoying yeah but oh um Dominic Cummings thing where he was driving somewhere just to test his eyes. I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like just <laughs> yeah, all- yeah, just mental excuses. Just take the hit and say that I fucked up. Sorry, my bad. But yeah, anyway, COVID negative. So let's move into positive territory. So getting Wonderful. into music, Dan, how yes. did you discover music in terms of what clicked in your head? and made you want to actually do it as a job as a passion rather than just once a night like once a week i go to a random band practice and it's a hobby you've actually changed it into a full-time thing haven't you kind of yeah yeah not not monetarily but like ambition wise like it's been a full-time thing um i remember like going way back like the first time i actually discovered music was top of the pops um yeah i'm gonna say 1998 the gorillas were on it and obviously being five years old i'm interested in cartoons Mm. so gorillas come on um i think it was the video for clint eastwood and the the cartoon i was like holy shit this is amazing and then i got into music through gorillas because obviously music and cartoons together winner in a a five-year-old six-year-old's book um and then it just sort of like from there it was just like picking up different albums and then not really thinking anything of it it was just something in the background it was you know i like justin timberlake this week i like sean paul this week um and then i think when i was about 13 was when like in my school and the surrounding area like emos were becoming like oh the biggest thing or oh, what is this misunderstood cult of emo yeah it's like, oh i want to get in i want to get in on the ground floor of this this looks cool mm. <laughs> um so then i was like listening to like panic at the disco um my chemical romance and take back taking back sunday and i think taking back sunday really did for me it was um when they were released louder now mm. it's like fucking hell this album's amazing yeah. and then from there sort of just like because there's a um i want to say it's like their song error operator or operator error or something like that there's a scream in it and it was like one of the only screams on the album it's like whoa yeah. this is cool and then from there i was like i want to listen to more of this screaming and then trivium and all the metal corey stuff and then yeah. um like every time i die then from every time i die that sort of route with like the chariot and dillinger and then it was like this is the sort of music i love and it doesn't seem like out of the realms of impossibility to do I've never thought I want to be a big rock star. I just want to like play hundreds of shitty venues all around the world to like 400, 500 people. Yeah. Still trying to aim for that. Like that hasn't happened yet, but yeah. Yeah. I get, yeah. I think um, the chariot, the first time I heard them, I just thought this is the most aggressive music I've ever heard. It's not like necessarily like Slipknot heavy or System of a Down heavy. Like that was my no. sort of- my first sort of foray into metal and scuzz and kerrang and all that sort of stuff yeah yeah it just this is unrelenting force of music isn't it the chariot it, it was like 
buckle up for the, if you're about to go for a fucking ride, whether you like it or not, yeah. sort of thing, you know. For the time that it was out, it was perfect mm. because I feel like at like what sort of time was it? Like they broke up in 2013, so it was yeah. more like 2009 sort of time when everything sort of felt a little bit more calculated and like done with computers and like attack mm. attack and yeah and all those other like crab core bands and then you got something like the chariot which was just fucking this just wall of sound and yeah five four like four or five people on stage just going fucking nuts and so obviously yeah. i'm gonna gravitate towards that instead of like these cookie cutter bands that all sound the same all look the same and then you yeah. got this fucking band just fucking setting stuff on fire and jumping yeah, off stuff They've done so many albums. I'm just having a look now. Uh, yeah, Long they've... Live, 2010. One mm. Wing, 2012. The Fiance, 2007. Uh, yeah, Everything the, is Alive. The Fiance was the one. I... Yeah. They've just done yeah. so much stuff. Fiance was the one that got. got... Yeah. Yeah. Long Live was probably my first sort of introduction to it. And I just wanted to hear more. I, I just knew that this was a good sort of. You've got to be in the right mood for it, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely not something you could just pop on and just you know <laughs> sit on the sofa and <laughs> yeah. chill. It's uh, yeah. It was music to get you all jazzed up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> um, who is your drumming inspiration? Um, drumming inspirations uh, right now. Um, the drummer for Beartooth, Connor Dennis, is a fucking wizard. Mm-hmm. I love him. Can't really say like I've listened to much Beartooth because I know that Caleb records the drums, he records all the instruments. Yeah. Like it's never been like one to be like, I want to listen to them. But watching his videos, I'm like, fuck, that guy's just got so much pocket and groove and great fill ideas. And I, so I just, yeah, it just ticks all the right boxes for me in terms of drumming. Um, there is a guy on Instagram that I've recently come across. Um, hang on, I'll see if I can find him. Yeah, no worries. But he's sort of a hang on, go on drum here. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. Bear no, with, okay. bear with, bear with. Uh, here he is. Um, Grayson McCrutman. Now he is sort of like a swing big band instagram drummer so his um his his username is grayson underscore necrutman and if you watch some of that it's amazing like so much feel so much um like really encapsulates that big band feel but also showing off Mm. and it looks it looks and sounds brilliant uh in terms of like long-term drumming idols i'd have to say billy reimer when he was doing Dillinger stuff. Mm. Um, I think Mike Novak from Every Time I Die, because they changed drummers. Like I think they had five, no, four drummers. Yeah. But the one that really, they were, I think there were better drummers like in terms of capability and stuff, but just the single pedal and like the groove of Rat Boy was like, tip top for me um who else would be drumming idol long term i like i think it's zach farrow 
from Paramore. I think it's either Zach or Josh. I can't remember who's the drummer and who's the guitarist, but he yeah, has Zach. like a pop punk drummer. Yeah. Really tasty. Really tasty stuff. Mm. Yeah. Like I think you try and play Zach. along some of yeah, yeah, yeah. Try yeah. and play along some of that. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's not supposed to be this full yeah. out and groovy. Great. Mm-hmm. I like it when musicians kind of like when I was playing bass, I was always told that you should only play the pick if you're playing pop punk. Yeah. And you occasionally see like Matt Freeman from Rancid who was only playing with his fingers. Yeah. They're obviously yeah. not pop punk, but they probably would have gotten by with him playing with a pick. But yeah, he kind yeah. of went against the grain and said, no, I'm going to put my own style onto this. And if you've ever heard Maxwell murder, it's fucking insane. It's like a mental bass solo for like 30 seconds. I can't say it. I have, but yeah. Just but yeah, I like style on it. Yeah, I like it when it's just like, it kind of flips it on its head and says, you know, I'm going to try a different drumming style. I think Avenged Sevenfold did that quite well, where they were doing like Latin beats over sort of what you would consider to be normal metal. That that like always that. that always gets me. Like Latin stuff, yeah, is like such a creative style of drumming, and I've really just trying to be listening to it, like bossa nova stuff, and like yeah, I'm no way good enough to do it, but I love listening to it and trying to like play around with it when I'm just drumming by myself. I haven't yeah. tried to incorporate it with anything palmarita, but it's just a really creative and interesting style of music yeah drumming fair enough what was the um the first album that palm reader wrote when you were involved what was your sort of first step into the palm reader universe so the first step in the palm reader universe was writing and recording bad weather um so i joined the band like christmas time 2012 we had studio time booked for like the second week of january 2013 um and three or four songs were already written because they were going to be on an EP that never got released because management at the time said, no, you should do an album. Um, probably a bad idea in retrospect, but it doesn't really matter. Um, but we had to write and demo and come up with parts and all this sort of stuff in two weeks for like six songs. So it was like all hands on deck. You're part of the band now. Come on. And it was just, it was me and Andy. Um, well, it was, it was everyone, but me and Andy in my old house in Guildford, we'd um, set up my drum kit but with loads of practice pads and pillows and stuff on. And Andy would come around with the guitar and we'd just sort of go through the riffs that him and Sam have written um, for Bad Weather. Uh, um, some of it was like really like to the, down to the wire with how close it was with like the studio time it was just like yeah. coming coming up with stuff on the fly mm. so it was like very much you're in fucking get on with it yeah it was it was a very unique experience for joining a band mm. yeah fair enough <laughs> i think bad weather's still my favorite album i, I like the artwork and i like everything yeah. about it i'm really pissed cool. off at the moment because i'm just just about to start a new job and one of the things yeah. that i plan to do once i'm a bit more financially viable yeah. buy stuff from my sponsors so i can actually afford food um is what was i gonna say so i, I don't have spotify free 
I, I don't have Spotify Premium, sorry. Yeah. I only have Spotify Free. So if I pick Palm Reader as an artist, I just have to mm. kind of accept what Spotify throws at me. So I've been oh, listening you're not going to, to pick the album. The no, you, you literally just press shuffle and it just goes like it sometimes gives you like five intros in the different oh, albums yeah. and you're like fuck's sake like this is like yeah, hearing yeah. ace of spades seven times in a row sort of thing you know? <laughs> um and then it plays an advert and kind of just goes fuck you you don't have any money and you're like oh right great but yeah um we're keeping all your money to not pay the it. artists i think my favorite song that you've done which i think you probably <laughs> know about this one is seeing and believing are two different things Okay, sick. Quite a popular right. song, really, I suppose, by you guys. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, it's one that I feel we crack it out every now and again. It's like one of the more well-known songs of that era because it was like one of the first songs they ever wrote before I joined the band. Yeah, I think before Andy joined the band as well. It was like the second song, maybe the third song they ever wrote. Yeah. Wrote. Um, so it's. I feel like at the right time and place, it does do quite well. I think mainly when maybe like a, either like a local show to Guildford or maybe like a London show, mm. mainly because like that's where everyone, like the, the Woking lot grew up and have the friends that still live there. So they obviously know it more than like, I don't know, people in Newcastle or whatever. So we don't really whack it out that too much, too much. Yeah. but it's fun when we do, but it's very like, We'll play it once every like three years now. Yeah. But I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you like it. Is that from Bad Weather or have I just gone off on one? No, no, no. It was part of an EP that isn't on Spotify. Mm. It was just um four songs. Um and seeing seeing and believing was like one of the main songs on it. The other ones are just sort of like two two minute, two minute yeah. things. Uh, and then seeing was the only one that made it over to the album because we thought that's the best one. Let's pop that on the album. Mainly yeah. that and like a lack of time. Mm. <laughs> and there's a noble host as well. I remember that one. I remember the music video for that. It's kind of um, quite trippy yeah. and ethereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good time. Was... But yeah, um, Willow as well. I heard that earlier when I was driving a Ford Transit from Yeovil and uh, Yeovil. Nice. Hey. Um, so yeah, I was kind of. <laughs> I was trying to listen to the music, but I didn't have Bluetooth on the van that I was driving as my okay. job. Um, yeah. So I was trying my best to do some research whatsoever. whilst driving. <laughs> that's all right. Usually so, work. <laughs> I'd rather drive safe yeah. than, you know. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah, I've always sort of watched you guys from afar and you've always got stuff going on. And that kind of leads me into my next thing, which is you've done two of the most mental things I've ever heard. And actually one of them is mentioned by paul clark so we'll start with that one first okay played a show in a church yeah that was wicked um that was in rochdale i think not yeah. the most like, gla glamorous of places um but that was our album live stream that was the sort of the the thing that we were working towards because lockdowns were still happening, we couldn't do shows. Um, that was mainly Andy and our manager's brainchild. And I think it really, really worked. Andy worked his absolute ass off on that. So fair play to him. Not going to take any sort of credit for that. He's a fucking, 
you can be a genius sometimes you can be a fucking idiot some other times but yeah, yeah. Um, playing in the church was wicked it was freezing the people who um own the church or you know represent that church they were lovely they were super interested in what we were doing um they still message us every now and again i think either on twitter or on instagram lovely people yeah um that's cool. and it was really really fucking cool like one of those things that i'll definitely remember doing it'd be one of those things that when i'm an old man reciting what i did when i was younger to people who do not care i can say oh i played in the church once but not like you yeah. think a really cool church yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It was wicked. Yeah. awesome the message i actually got from paul verbatim is i've just been to the palm reader store i'd fucking love to own a digital copy of the online church gig they did a couple of years ago it's not on there as far as i can see so Maybe you could ask a question about that inception. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't use DVDs, which is why I would like to get it as a download if it was at all available. It was a belting gig with Matt from Haggard Cat on rhythm guitar. Yes, he's a good lad. Oh, Matt. So, yeah, there we go. Consider that a request. Um, well, sort of that <laughs> we might have some news on that. Yeah. Uh, when do you reckon this would be out? Uh, probably audio only I try and do them in a week YouTube cool. all right, so probably about a month that's alright no worries um, so it hopefully will happen but uh, if it doesn't happen I might ask you to cut this bit out but <laughs> we fine. are planning to release that show on a tape like a limited run tape. I know it's not the download thing. Maybe we'll um, offer like a download for people who buy the tape, yeah. um, but it's just sort of a a way of getting mm. our recorded audio um, show of, of, yeah. that, of that show. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> recorded audio of that show out there yeah. um, in, a, in a different way than we've done before because obviously vinyls, they're getting pushed back fucking mm. years mm. because i don't know adele wants to re- release a new album um cds yeah not i don't know um but yeah i thought well i didn't think other people thought yeah a tape would be a good idea and i'm down for it i think some uh of the money for it is going towards the ukrainian red cross i don't know at the moment. I, i'm fairly sure it is yeah we just we talked about it last night so yep. if that's happening then feel free to keep that in but yeah, if yeah. it's not happening i'll let you know i'll, I'll send you a message yeah yeah awesome happening. yeah cool nice one cheers john for <laughs> editing that if you do <laughs> thanks john <laughs> nice one um and of course the other thing that you did which i went what the fuck is you played something like six shows in one day is that right yeah we played five shows in a day five yeah. right so yeah. what the fuck's that all about or what was that uh, when we were younger um uh that was in 2015 and that was to the the celebrate the release of beside the ones we love a second album yeah and our manager at the time thought play five five shows in a day and we did it it was an absolute whirlwind i don't remember any of it some shows were a lot better than others um but yeah, it was mental. We started at the Old Blue last uh, and we made our way back to the Star in Guildford. We played one show in Kingston. No one was there. Um, the Windmill in Brixton. 
and another one. I can't remember the second one, but we played five shows. It was sick. I, yeah. I'd, I'd do it. I'd be up for doing it again, but I don't yeah. think many other people would. I think the the songs of Josh, the, the songs are a lot more physically demanding on Josh's voice now because he's always got screaming and singing and some of the like the the notes that Josh hits are like like pretty fucking hard to hit sometimes yeah, yeah. so if he had to replicate that five times in a day I feel pretty sorry for him so uh, yeah so I don't think we'd do it again but being a drummer like is knackering but yeah I'd happily do it again this is how old I am. So behind the curtain, I'm 32. And immediately, as soon as I heard that you were playing five gigs, I thought, yeah. I bet that's a lot of petrol money. That just <laughs> shows like how, like, I'm either 15 years old mentally or 70. There's no in between with me. Yeah. But yeah, I imagine playing the fifth show, you kind of, there was a sense of like, I am fucked. But also, this is the end. And we can then go back to, real life after this it's like putting five yeah. shifts at work in isn't it in sequence like yeah back to back kind of um yeah. it's it's weird because i think for me anyway like once you're in that sort of show mm. not state of mind i don't know i don't want to sound really yeah. cheesy i get but yeah, yeah once you're once you're in it and like that adrenaline's running if you're playing a show in like another hour's time and you can continue with that, mm. say if it was like in four hours time, you'd be like, oh, I'm shattered. Mm. I don't know if I could be bothered. But because they were so sort of close together, yeah. three of them were in London, um, we, I just fed off. All right, I play the show. Yeah. I can play another show. Sick, because it's in an hour. I can play another yeah. show. Right, then you set up the drums, play the drums, mm. pack down the drums, leave, do the same. Yeah, yeah. so it was it was fine. It yeah, was, so you're kind, of, you're kind of in that flow state of just like muscle memory and sort of remembering yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. you know, where the bits are and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I've never heard of anyone do that before. So well done. Um, Cancer Bats did six and mm. they let us know that because we're not did as they? good as them. So I've got <laughs> Scott next week from Cancer Bats. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a good egg. He's yeah, a very he's good a good egg. one. He's recently uh, resigned from Cancer Bats, but he's more than happy to chat about it. So uh, I'll yeah, tell him you said yeah. hello. <laughs> yeah, he's a good but, yeah, lad. It's he's such a, big, a weird... big Arsenal fan as well. Yeah, so if you talk to him about Arsenal, I'm sure he'll love you. Such a weird coincidence that I've put you back to back, but you know, <laughs> we move. Um, <laughs> so with COVID and all that sort of stuff, I've noticed that you've been on Twitch quite a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, what's your plans of that? Are you going to keep doing that? Are you going to try and hit affiliate, or are you just doing it because you fancy doing it now and then, and it's just a bit of a laugh, really? A uh, little column A, a little column B. Um, so when lockdown happened, I thought I need something to do, and I was just trying to find different ways to like pass the time, like become a little bit more creative. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So I bought a Elgato capture card thing and it was just this laptop and my um my tv and i streamed i think like the first thing that really got people watching was me playing dark Souls 3 fantastic game um and then i thought i'm gonna do something 
that's going to be awful for myself, but you know, fun for everyone else. And I decided to stream the entirety of Kingdom Hearts. Um, I never played a Kingdom Hearts bef- a game before in my life, but I, I made it. So start to the very end, no, no quitting, no nothing, just play it. And it lasted about, I want to say, 30 something maybe 28 28 hours but it was it was hell it was yeah. hell but i'm tempted to do two at some point i know two's longer and i'm kind of putting it off but streaming in general um i recently bought a gaming pc and all the fancy kit and all that sort of stuff which i love um um i do enjoy it but i'm in like two minds at the moment because I know you've got to stream to stream to people, but I've got a couple of people that pop on every, every stream and I really appreciate them. But like, uh, sometimes I get like te- technical difficulties and like the reaction to me um, talking and then like the time that it takes for people to respond because I don't know, like internet or technical troubles, it mm-hmm. just sort of takes you out of it. And I love doing it, but I f- mm-hmm. I'm finding those technical th- issues more and more. Mm-hmm. And it sort of, kills my vibe a little bit when i'm yeah. doing it so mm. i do love picking it up every now and again um right now i'm completely consumed by elden ring and i want that to be just like a fresh yeah. just me just yeah. immersed in the world so i'm not mm. going to be streaming that but i will hopefully stream some more things at some other point mm. i tried to make a schedule i couldn't stick to the schedule because other things came up or i was yeah. just being lazy and useless but i do enjoy it i just need to stick with it but yeah. you know i think most people i watch on twitch do one or two streams a week i think if you can keep that then you're yeah. onto a winner but yeah i also know some people that just sporadically hop on now and then but you can't expect your audience in brackets to drop everything say you know mm they're at a family dinner and they get a notification on their phone saying that you've just gone live they're not exactly just going to piss off to the toilet for an hour are they because they'd be like are you okay james yeah just (laughs) donating bits to the stranger (laughs) trying to explain twitch to an old person would be hilarious but yeah i think you have to have that sense of like right wednesday seven till nine i'm gonna go live and yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to be a certain format, does it? It doesn't have to be, I'm going to play a game or I'm just going to do just chatting or I'm going to react to some funny internet videos. But yeah. you have to let people know that you're going to go live. I think that's the key, really. But Yeah, definitely. It's up, it's up I, to you what you do, obviously, yeah. I feel sometimes, I was, I was talking to my girlfriend about this and she's, um, I feel that I've, I was getting in my own head. I was watching videos of like how to constantly like how to stream from zero viewers to a hundred viewers. And I was like mm. getting in my own head. Like you've always got to be talking, always constantly be talking. Mm. Mm. So I tried to do that and I just, I wasn't enjoying myself. I was just yeah. like, what am I talking about? Oh, oh, I just, I just jumped. Oh, oh, it's just rubbish. It's just, I would never yeah. watch something like that. So mm. she was just saying, just, just chill. People watch Twitch to chill. So, but, I'm trying to yeah. find that happy medium of not talking too much, mm. but also still chatting. It's I'm not a very chatty person yeah. in general, but so it's. I got odd. you. You you, you want to be entertaining, but you also don't want to waterboard people. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. that's that's exactly it. Yeah, 
Yeah, there's a couple of people that I watch now and then. There's a guy that um, does just chatting called Affen, Affen TV. Um, yeah. And he's constantly engaging with the chat. And he's like, how's your day been? You know, what, what should we do tonight, guys? Like, help me out. Mm. I don't know what I'm doing. And he streams for like four hours. I'm like, fucking hell, mate. That's fucking like, hell, yeah. I'd just collapse after that. I'd be like, I've got a sore throat. Like, I'm fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some people just have it. I don't know what it is, but... um. Yeah, there's a few yeah. Twitch people coming on soon. Um, I've got a few hey. people lined up on this. But yeah, awesome. So you're going to keep doing Twitch now and then. Is that the answer? Yeah. Pretty much every now and then for now. I think just keep an eye on my socials if I try and make yeah. another stab at it. I've got all the bits. It's just me getting off my ass, really. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> right, now we've got the second most important question of the podcast, which is Ooh. Dan Old's top three slash five albums. Top three slash five. Um, I'll go for a top four. Um, hmm. Top albums of all time, I'd say self-titled by This Will Destroy You. I love that album. Um, the song Threads always gives me goosebumps it's brilliant um, The Big Dirty by Every Time I Die I think that's the album that really properly got me into them and um, I think they've released better albums in terms of like songwriting and stuff but that is just that just hits all the right or hits all the right spots for me fantastic album Um sentimental value louder now brilliant like untouchable album from that era um what else like i've got like albums that i've listened to re- recently that i wouldn't say like favorite albums of all time but like they're, they're really really good um let me just check my spotify sorry buddy that's okay <laughs> that's all right it's a hard question yeah, yeah. I don't know many people that can just pull up three or five albums off the top of their head. If someone asked me that, I'd be like, uh, in yeah. me? <laughs> in me? Oh, yeah, I haven't heard that in ages. Speaking of in me, whilst you're doing that, um, I'm on Brain Stew podcast on Friday evening with my friends Jamie and Chris, and I'm going to be talking about all things in me because they are doing an A to Z podcast, and they're now on the letter I. So we'll be chatting about In Me, Incubus, and some other bands that begin with I. Um, but I've been told no metal, so we're not listening to In Flames, unfortunately. Or, uh, ah, all right. In This Moment, was that a band as well? It was, some, yeah. Some of the letters are hard, man. Like, I don't think many bands that begin with Z other than Zebrahead and ZZ Top. But yeah, anyway. No, yeah, that, that'll be Friday. So yeah, chatting about In Me in chronological order. So, yeah. Hell yeah! The first song I ever learned to play on drums was "Mosaic" by In Me. Oh mate, what a fucking <laughs> tune! What um, a tune! Yeah, and Seven Weeks" as well. Yeah, it's one of my the first songs I learned to play. Um, "Nectar" by Joji. That's a brilliant album. I love that. That's been my my car album, just by myself, just singing along. And um, "Diamond Eyes" or "Koino Yokin." By Deftones, probably Koinoyokin a little bit more. I've had this discussion with many people of which album is better, and everyone says Diamond Eyes, but I think Koinoyokin's better because it's just got more bangers on it for me. Yeah, yeah. The intro to that album, Swerve City, isn't it? Mm. 
it's just like this is no like, feels like a pendulum swinging like that song it's just yeah such I, nice bass tones as well in that album no other song like encapsulates the word jump more than that yeah and then you've got poltergeist poltergeist uh, is yeah poltergeist and leather mm. like poltergeist is one of the best death tone songs ever written yeah it's so good <laughs> how much of it can you play on drums or is that just like god level of like i don't want to even try or are you no 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 i can yeah. i can loosely play along to it like i yeah. couldn't do all the fills and stuff like perfect but i know the the beat and all that i do play along to it sometimes yeah it's nice. good fun awesome cool cool well is that your final answers yeah to... i'll yeah i'll lock in those ones please am i right in thinking joji is filthy frank from youtube yes he is yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i never really got done. into the filthy frank stuff i just heard him from joji he's done very well like, this fucking amazing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he's done very well yeah what a weird like 180 on a career, but it's all worked right? out for us. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, awesome. Right. Uh films. Films. Favorite Look. two films of all time. And is there any cinema action going on in your life that you're looking forward to films coming out? I was just going for the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I'm not sticking to your two films, I'm afraid, because it's <laughs> the perfect trilogy. It's the Fair enough. the best films of all time for me i could watch them over and over again and never get sick of them yeah fantastic movies um stuff i'm looking forward to uh i used to despise marvel i thought yeah. i just like oh so many fucking films coming out i yeah. don't care about any of them but then i set myself the challenge of watching all the marvel films in order mm. on um in lockdown because disney plus made them all accessible mm. and like the more i watched the more i got into it to the point where i'm saying to my girlfriend like let's go to the cinema let's watch dr strange let's, let's go watch Inter eternals let's go do this and i'm sort of like more hyped up for all of them like i was super like going down a um yeah like a what's happening next in the marvel universe mm. after the eternals had just um sort of opened the universe with um what are they called like arashim and nowhere and all that's a big deity things and mm. i am gonna lose my shit when they finally um get galactus involved like i yeah. fucking love I know nothing about him except that he looks amazing. I love Galactus just yeah. for his look. So, yeah, right now I'm really excited for Doctor Strange. <laughs> Probably, yeah, it's that multiverse of madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much cool. going on in Marvel. Big Marvel head now. Really, used to hate him. Yeah, love him. Have you seen Spider-Man: No Way Home? Ah, oh, it's so good, so good. I, I think like yeah. the spoiler embargo has lifted because everyone who's mm. doesn't mind or did mind getting it spoiled. Would have yeah. seen it by now but yeah it's like tears <laughs> yeah watching that in the cinema was kind of strange because my girlfriend quite likes marvel but she won't watch every single film which i can appreciate because it's like 78 hours of someone's life but um <laughs> the idea of seeing all three of them yeah on the screen yeah. is like this is never going to happen again like it's fucking, a mind fucking it yeah it really is strange like toby Maguire and um andrew garfield all chatting to Tom Holland and you can tell that they all have like really good chemistry as well and it's not just yeah, like yeah. they didn't just dial it in and 
sort yeah, of get a fuck did. off paycheck sort of thing. I'm sure the pay was good, but it looks yeah. like they enjoyed themselves. Like, mm. like all the all the press and the media and stuff they've done afterwards and the pitches and stuff. Like, it looks like they actually enjoyed themselves doing it. Yeah. On um paychecks as well with Marvel, this is quite interesting. Hawkeye, before yeah. the Disney Plus series that he's just released, mm. he earned I think it was twenty million dollars. And the most screen time he has is in the Avenger films. Yeah. So he was in Marvel films for like, I think it was something like an hour and a half. So that's like just, that's not minimum wage, is it? Let's be honest. No, it's just a bit. It's just a bit more than that. Insane money. But (laughs) he's really into home renovation as well, Jeremy Renner. I've uh, watched the uh, interview of Hot Ones. Oh yeah, watch that on YouTube. They're the chicken wings and interview each other. Yeah, I've seen a few. I haven't watched the Jeremy Renner one though. Yeah, the most recent one's Dave Grohl, and that is a fucking good episode. And I think it actually makes Sean cry, the presenter. Nice. He's just like, I can't fucking believe that this guy's like as cool as everyone says because Dave Grohl's the nicest guy in rock and roll and that sort of stuff. So it's worth a watch. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So. the Eternals, was that your answer for films that are coming out, or is that um, uh, Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange, yeah, Doctor yeah, Strange, yeah, yeah, nice. Um, so video games, I'll make this quick. Oh, no, what is don't, your don't. <laughs> what is your first childhood memory of a video game? First childhood memory of a video game, oh, good question. Um, I want to say the first ever game I played was Pokemon Blue. Mm. Um, because my first ever games console was a Game Boy Color that my parents bought me and my sister, and we got one game each. Um, she chose Link's Awakening, and I chose Pokemon Blue. So I think that was the first game I ever played, and I remember being obsessed with it. And I still really like Pokemon now. Um, but I think that was the first ever game I played, and it was just obsession from the off like the cards the tv show just yeah. anything with pokemon and it's just yeah obsessed no but i haven't really put down gaming since like yeah so what are you playing at the moment and is there anything coming out this year that you're interested in um so the only thing that i've been interested in for this like ever since it was announced was elden ring yeah and my God, it meets every single expectation and more. It is the one of the best games I've ever played. Nice. I love it so much. Like when I'm not playing it, I'm just thinking about playing it. <laughs> and I haven't had that in years. Like I'm at work and I'm like, I could be playing Elden Ring right now. Yeah, yeah. Like what's going on in that world? <laughs> I don't care about this. Yeah, I want yeah. to go back and play Elden Ring. Yeah, fair enough. It's, beautiful i don't want to spoil anything but no that's cool yeah. i have i haven't done that much but i fucking love it it's how many best. times have you thought about going on it since recording with this <laughs> um it's just behind me so i'm yeah. gonna be completely honest i haven't stopped thinking about it even if i'm not thinking about the game i'm thinking about the theme song so yeah. don't worry about it i'll have to check <laughs> it out it's basically right. my entire twitch feed at the moment is everyone is playing it and Hell sometimes yeah. games like that just come along, don't they? Like when Pokemon Arceus came out and Sword and yeah. Shield came out, it was just like everyone stop what they're doing and play this game on Twitch. Yeah. 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 No, I quite like the idea of playing something in your private time, though. 
uh, your yeah your time and then you might want to play it on stream rather than That's just yeah i haven't watched any videos i haven't watched any streams because i want to go into this fresh and i want every experience i have to be my own yeah because i've already discovered something from being a a fan of sorry someone's screaming outside that's oh, going on made me jump um <laughs> being a fan of from software like they've sprinkled some things from like if you're a fan of from software games you'll know and i've seen a few of those and i've, I've lost my shit at like oh they put that in there oh my god it's this them blah, blah, blah. yeah so yeah love it nice awesome so we move on to the quick fire questions okay one of these is a proper mental question that i've only just started asking and it probably doesn't make much sense but i will try and explain it as i go and then we're going to move into minor inconveniences and then we're going to have a little bit of a sponsorship moment so yeah this is good (laughs) right so the quick fire ones just say the first thing that comes into your head like the ink block paintings during therapy okay so is a kinder egg a toy or is it a chocolate treat with a toy inside it's a chocolate treat with a toy inside. Do you like the chocolate? I like the chocolate more than the toy. Yeah. The Fair chocolate's enough. banging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's a sponsorship right there for Palm Reader. If I could get sponsored by Kinder Eggs, fucking lay them on me. <laughs> Baby Bell or Cheese String? Uh, oh, fuck. Good one. Um, Baby Bell for every day, Cheese String for a treat. Nice. <laughs> That's, that's really disciplined. Well done. <laughs> if you go camping, would you like to stay in a tent or a static caravan? Uh, depends for how long. Mm. Festival, tent, depending if the weather's good. Uh, if it's mm. anywhere else, static caravan. I'm not really in... answering the questions. I'm saying no, that's things. fine. Sorry. No, that's fine. Don't worry. It's fine. Living in a city or the countryside? Countryside, but with city Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's that's a really good answer. <laughs> Chocolate or sweets? Oh, sweets, one hundred percent. Bath or shower? Sweets. Uh, shower all the time. Bath for a treat. If you got fancy smellies and bath bombs and that. Yeah. So, <laughs> I tried to have a sh- uh, bath the other day, and I got bored. I I can't <laughs> switch off. By no. I- I just, I inherently can't relax. I just, I've accepted it now as that's my life. And I um, I just get bored, just sat there in my fucking dirt, like just this is just fun. in your swill. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got a CBD bath bomb from Lush the other yeah, day. Yeah, 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 the four twenty one. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I fall asleep in the bath nearly every time. Like, I have a bath. I very rarely have a bath, but most of the time I fall asleep in it. Um, this one, I had to fight to not fall asleep because I knew I was gonna yeah. if I didn't get out at the time. But that bath bomb is wonderful. Love Lush. Is. I might have to check that out. Hmm. I'm addicted to Lush. Honestly, mate, <laughs> I'll show you in a minute the amount of fucking Lush we've got in this house. It's actually mental. Nice. Um, we went to Paul the other day just to have a look to see if the Easter stuff was out. And yeah. we actually went in there and we didn't buy anything. And I it's think that's the first controlled. time ever that i've managed that's they to... make it isn't it yeah that's their head office yeah yeah they've got like a spa next door but yeah oh shout out to spa. Ooh. Yeah. yeah but yeah. yeah um 
this is the mental question. So if you went to prison and you got paid £10,000 a day every day that you were in prison, bearing in mind this is a maximum security prison and it is dodgy, how long would you be willing to stay in prison for 10 grand a day? Ooh. If it's a maximum security one, that would imply that they keep people like in check. True. So is it just a case of like, I'd like to get out now, or is it like something else? Because I'd go for however long it takes me to make. 30 million pounds. So what's that? That's 300? No. 300 days. 10, 000, no. 10 days is 100,000. Yeah. So 100 days is a million. Yeah. Fuck. No, that's way long. No, not 30 million then. <laughs> 3 million. I'd spend it. I'd spend just less than a year in there just so like, I can make. I like the way you just instantly dropped. <laughs> no, fuck it. Because that's. Out. Yeah. Hang on. I yeah. want to do the maths on that. Yeah, yeah, so let's do it. Yeah. Days is, so that's 10 years, just shy of 10 years. I'm not doing 10 years with 30 million. Fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> no. What would you even do with that after you got out? You'd be like... Yeah, right? Yeah, I think I'd do a month. That was my answer. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm done. But I think it would be a case of you just put your hand up and say, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, that sort of thing. Yeah. But they'll just like get you in a helicopter and off you go, rather than you can't leave and you're not getting paid. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck <laughs> shit all yeah. minor inconveniences so i've got one for you if you want to yep. think of one this is my one poundland is no longer full of things that are a quid it's a fucking joke there's things that are three quid five quid seven quid ten quid it used to be one pound for the entire shop and now it's like you can buy clothes yep. in there power banks yep. And I just, I don't think that it is what it says on the store. And I don't know why that's an inconvenience. <laughs> the same. But yeah. That's the way they get you. They hook you. But, it's like yeah. a free trial. Every, come in here. Everything's a quid. Oh, yeah, you like so. coming in here? That's 10 quid, please. Yeah. Um, minor inconveniences. Slow walkers. Mm. Most old people. Mm. Um smoking yeah no these are like minor things that annoy me not not inconveniences um i'm sure there's a few more i don't like a lot of stuff (laughs) (laughs) um oh clothes that fucking shrink Mm. (laughs) not because like i'm eating more i genuinely buy like um, I'm an XL to a 2XL kind of guy. Mm. Um, I buy a 2XL shirt, fits beautifully. You pop it in the wash. Why is it up by my fucking belly button? Like, yeah. I didn't buy it for this. I wouldn't have bought it otherwise. That's yeah. a genuine minor inconvenience. Clothes yeah. that shrink. Mm. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's good for two washes and then you're fucked. Yeah, that <laughs> that pisses me off so much. Yeah. Stick it to the man. You have to go back yeah. to Primark and buy some more clothes or something, yeah. No, I just I recently dropped about 
60 quid on the Greg's drop they did. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I'm ready for that. Yeah, I saw that at the weekend because I had to get some clothes. But yeah, I might have a look at that. But we go Do to it. Greg's quite a lot. We probably, at this rate, we probably take one of the CEO's kids to university, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> so yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, so, Dan, plans for the future? What does the next sort of year look like for Palm Reader and yourself? Uh, for Palm Reader, we are going on tour in two weeks' time. Let me read off the dates to you. Um, St. Patrick's Day, March the 17th, I think. Yeah. Um, we are playing in Brighton at the Hope and Ruin. Then we're playing the Joiners on the 18th in Southampton. Bristol, the Exchange on the 19th. Sheffield Corporation on the 20th. Manchester Death Institute on the 23rd. London Signature Brewery on the 24th. Dead Wax in Birmingham on the 25th. And then the Garage in Glasgow on the 26th. Um, so that's happening in two weeks. Very excited. Um, that's the first tour, the first headline tour in three or four years. The first tour I've been on in four years. Um, we are playing... 2000 trees that is a fantastic festival um we are headlining a stage at a festival that hasn't announced us yet but it's a very good one um you'll wait and see that one yep uh it's i can't say anymore <laughs> um playing a few one-offs every every couple of months i can't think of any more at the moment uh in terms of new music i'm not entirely sure what's going on i think we're working on some stuff but again can't yep. properly say because nothing's set in stone yeah personally uh i'm getting ready for this tour um <laughs> playing a lot of elden ring trying to find a career so when everything eventually goes tits up in the world, I'm making more money than I am now. Yeah. Um, that and just, you know, playing drums, playing video games, spending yep. a lot of time with my girlfriend and my mates, just having a fun time right now. There we go. Yeah, Simple. So it's yeah. Life's not that difficult, really, is it? It's all about no, no. how you make it difficult. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> right. So we're going to do some sponsors quickly because... Um, like you i want to earn some money and I yeah, don't want yeah, to yeah work nine to five every day no so, definitely not got archie soul as always We've got duke cannon viscosity shower gel old glory cool. hode bedlam 2022 at checkout at archiesoul.com we've got some face wash We've got some sea kelp body scrub from anthony and finally, we have Darwin's Co Beard Oil, all natural, and it smells of terrain. Well, I don't really know what that means, but it smells quite nice. It's quite, it's quite well, earthy. Terrain. Yeah, that's the, the scent. It's called terrain. Um, made sure we've got lemon and lime wax melts that go in your burner and make your house Ooh. smell nice. Oh, that sounds right on my street, that one. There we go. Beer butter latte as well. Butter beer, sorry, not beer butter. And we've got Optimus U, code Bedlam10 at checkout if you want some fitness sportswear clothing. And finally, we have Set Surf. They're a new sponsor 
and they are sun cream, uh, all mineral. Uh, no animals are harmed in the making of any of this stuff. And we've got rash cream as well. So if you fancy some waves when you're surfing by the sea, obviously, um, then yeah, setsurf.com. And uh, I think the code for that is 20mates20 at checkout and you'll get 20% off. So Decked awesome. out with sponsors. Wow. Oh, yeah. Four is the most I'll ever have because it's just admin otherwise. <laughs> but, Still pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's real yeah. cool. you got to shoot your shot nowadays, don't you? If so, you could get sponsored by... So I'm turning this podcast yeah, yeah, around. Yeah. If you could be sponsored by any company, what would you want? OnePlus. The What's phone that? company. Okay. I, Fair I, play. Uh, absolutely love OnePlus. They're my go-to phone. Uh, yeah. Cabri would be quite nice. It's a good choice. Brewdog. Oh. The only one that screams in my head is Greg's. Greg's. Yeah. <laughs> like free well, pasties for life. Hell yeah. I think that's possible with the amount that you spent at the Primark. Uh, yeah. I have been hounding yeah. them for years on Twitter to give me one of their fucking hats. I've asked yeah. employees at Greg's, is there any spare staff uniform? And it's always a no. Persistency like, is key. I need this hat. Persistency <laughs> is key. There we go. We'll start a campaign after this. Get Please down the do. hat. Get down, Get the, down hat. the Greg's hat. That's it. Awesome. Um, so, Dan, you're in Tesco or you're in a supermarket and you fancy a meal deal. What are you having? What's your go-to? All right. Um, so, Tesco, obviously, they're the kings of the meal deal. Anyone who says any different is a liar. Um, I go for one of the fancy wraps as a as your, your main but there are so many choices like they do like onion bargy ones now mm. that's probably a winner yeah so just for now we'll go with a uh, onion bargy wrap uh drink we'll go for a san pellegrino yellow Ooh, probably okay. the best one uh fancy lemonade with a yeah. foil top for no reason um and crisps now, sometimes I feel like I'm wasting my money if I go for one of those small tubes of Pringles because I don't feel like you get too much out of it. Yeah. Um, but other times I feel that's the perfect amount of crisp. So just for flavor's sake, we're going sour cream and onion. So I'm, I'm going to have a real smelly breath. I'm not going to be kissing anyone. Uh, onion bhaji wrap, <laughs> um, sour cream and onion Pringles, and a San Pellegrino lemonade, please. Nice. Have you ever been tempted by a chocolate bar inside of crisps, or are you not that nah. way inclined? <laughs> not that way inclined. It's uh, it goes crisps, sweets, chocolate. Chocolate's bottom tier. I'm yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Awesome. Right. So, is there anything you want to ask me, or is there anything else that you want to promote, or any gear that helps you out? Um, the floor is yours, really. If you want to ask me stuff. Um, I I can't think of anything. It feels like a fair job enough. interview now. Um, in terms of sponsors, the only thing that I'm sponsored by, Dream Symbols. Uh, they haven't really helped on this podcast, but in terms of drumming, hands down, the best symbols on the market. Again, if anyone tells you any different, they're lying. Um, no, that's it, really. Like, if I've had a lovely time, listen to Palm Reader. If you want to come hang out when I eventually stream, twitch.tv slash McDonald's. I won't give you a schedule because I won't stick to it. But if you ever want to come and hang out, I might be on there. Follow me yeah. at McDonald's. And I'll post my schedule on there. But yeah, just listen to Palm Reader. Nice one. 
All yeah. right. Awesome. Well, thank okay. you very much for your time. And I will get this up as soon as physically possible. And we'll promote the hell out of it. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I've enjoyed myself. Thank you very much for having me along. Cool. Right. I'm going to stop the recording now. Made sure wax melts. What can I say about this company that hasn't already been said? Okay, so when you first walk into a house, one of the first things that you'll notice subconsciously is the smell of the house. So I've walked into houses in the past that have smelled of dog, they smell of damp, they smell of horrible things that I would rather forget about. And it actually makes me not want to go to people's houses because I know that that's what I'm going to experience when I walk through the door. Made Sure is on a mission to change that and make everyone's house smell as fresh and as natural and as lovely as physically possible. So some of the scents that they make are Jamaican Me Crazy, Pink Flamingo, Gingerbread. There's all sorts going on. Every scent for every person on the planet. Jack Frost. We've still got a lot of that from Christmas. Um, lots of deals coming up on the website. Uh, when it's Hannah's birthday, for example, she does a percentage off. But I am hooking you up directly with code BEDLAM20, which will give you 20% off of your total order at Madeshaw's website, which is madeshaw.bigcartel.com. That's Madeshaw, as in M-A-D-E. S-H-O-R-E dot bigcartel.com. All one word, big cartel. Uh, we can take custom requests as well. So recently I did some hampers for one of my friends at work for Valentine's Day. I did that with Hannah. We went on a bit of a scavenger hunt around Weymouth. And um, it was a good good laugh, really. Good good punt, really. Um, so yeah, DM made sure on Instagram or leave a uh, contact form and uh, we'll get to you and we will try to fulfill your quest to fulfill your request as best as possible so yeah www.madesure.bigcartel.com for the freshest sense in dorset and you know what i'm gonna throw this in there as well you know it makes sense back to the episode Hello guys, got a new ad read for you from a company called Optimus U. Um, so they are a fitness and sportswear company. Um, they are an excellent example of how fitness and sportswear should be achieved. They are going towards the fully sustainable route, which I am well behind planting a tree and all that sort of stuff for every purchase. So I've got this to read out. I've got Optimus U. We are much more than just a sportswear brand. We are a community full of fighters for 100% of the people, absolutely zero discrimination, and only using the very, very best quality in organic, sustainable materials made ethically here in Europe. Whether you're taking your dog for a walk or hitting that new personal best in the gym, let us help you along your journey and letting you become the most optimus version of yourself. Recently got these on board because I think that Luke from Optimus U is a fantastic example of a leader and lockdown has helped him 
create and develop this amazing brand um, and they are incredibly involved they're incredibly inclusive like I say and I cannot recommend them enough so give them a go at optimusu.co.uk if you use my code which is bedlam10 bedlam10 you'll get 10% off your order and I, I just I think they're fantastic um, they haven't put a foot wrong truly absolutely awesome company um, I've recently been given a shirt and hoodie from them and I will be ordering some more stuff from them very very soon so shout out to Optimus U uh, right back to the episode cheers guys bye